0: Hey, you're listening to episode number 197. I cannot even believe we're close to episode 200. This is nuts. Today, we're chatting about the foods that help your gut. And there are a total of seven of them. And this audio that I'll be sharing with you in a couple of minutes is from a video that I did in February of 2018. It's been a little while. In fact, I remember creating this video It was in the RV, and it was one of the first ones I did when we lived full-time in the RV, and oh man, I was stressed out, which in retrospect is not at all healthy for your gut. I've definitely gone through a lot of gut healing experiences over the last couple of years when I was working at healing my body from amenorrhea, which is a lack of period and really helping my hormones to heal. That was my number one priority. I really wanted to get my hormones in a good place. And once my hormones were doing okay, I switched over to gut health and gut healing. And I noticed like so much of the ketogenic diet is so beneficial for the gut. And by adding just a couple, of things here and there what a big impact it can have on our overall ability to heal our gut and now i recently went on a round of antibiotics and couldn't avoid it i tried to avoid it for so long and just couldn't and these were like Kill our antibiotics like I got a yeast infection it was bad and my gut was pretty messy for about three months and I think it would have been way messier for way longer and when I say my gut was messy I just noticed constipation to diarrhea and constipation again and my skin got really bad those are kind of the main ones that I focus on when it comes to my gut health and those are the signs that tell me that my gut's not good yours might be different signs and that's totally okay But what I noticed is that a round of antibiotics that would maybe sometimes take upwards of a year... To heal my entire body took only three months. And that's just because my gut is in a place where I could take antibiotics, even though I really didn't want to, and not be completely screwed over by it. Now, this isn't me saying, oh my gosh, antibiotics, yeah. No, I still avoid them as much as possible. (laughs) But sometimes they're just, you got to do it. You just have to do it and go through the full round of it and just suck it up. But I find any time that I'm feeling like a little bit imbalanced in my gut, I just have some bone broth, uh, simplify my life, try to eliminate as many foods as possible, just keep it super simple, salt and pepper on all of my foods, nothing fancy, like meat, vegetables, uh, sometimes even just meat. Sometimes I default to just having meat for a couple days, almost like a carnivore reset. And no, I can't do carnivore a long time or long term rather, I've tried and the longest I've lasted is seven days. (laughs) I just like strawberries and kale and things. And so understanding that all these little things that I'm sharing with you today and what I've just shared can be helpful and you just knowing that you have a bunch of different tools in your toolkit, that you can reach for them anytime that you want. And you've heard, you know, me talk about the fact that sometimes I use the carnivore diet for a couple of days to reset my belly. And if I'm really bloated, and I'm not digesting my food properly, and I'm just feeling really heavy, carnivore is great for that. So now I have a tool that I can use and it's really great and it works so great. Am I going to do it long term forever? No, it's sort of like chocolate is really good, but eating chocolate every day for breakfast, lunch and dinner isn't that great. So how can you use all these little tools at your disposal and pick and choose what you like at a certain time? That's where the magic is. And I constantly default to bone broth because it's just so good for the gut. It feels so good when you eat it. And even if you're vegan, I still recommend doing bone broth. So if you have questions about today's content, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. You can also catch up on previous podcast episodes and notes from today's show by going to ketodietpodcast.com. I've also put together a web page with all of my favorite things with discount codes exclusive codes that companies have put together for me that I use constantly you can grab that by going to healthfulpursuit.com favorites there are a bunch of really cool things on that page it makes a really good gift guide also if you have somebody on your list who you want to buy for okay let's do this thing Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21-page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working. Did you know imbalanced hormones are generally at the core of all struggles that women face when it comes to our weight? Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started with the show. So today we're going to be chatting about gut healing and specifically seven keto foods that you can eat on a daily basis that will help support your gut or not do any more damage to your gut. I've also included at the very end of the video, five supplements that I use every day to help support my gut. I've really shifted my keto goals over the last year or so. When I first got started with keto, my main goal was losing hormonal weight gain, which I did, and getting my period back after eight years of amenorrhea, which is a lack of period, which I also did. So once my hormones became balanced and things were going really, really well, I switched gears to really focus on gut healing. And that's where I'm at right now. I've been doing, this for about a year. So my gut is on the mend. But one thing I've learned is that if you are trying to support your gut, or heal your gut on any sort of protocol, it takes time. One of the major things I want you guys to take away from today's video is that it should not be complicated. When I first started using the ketogenic diet to support my gut and started getting really into it, I had to do lists and tons of supplements and I was really overwhelmed and it shouldn't be this way. So one of the main things if you take anything away from this video is to make things simple. And the simplest way to support your gut that I found is by having bone broth. Now, I used to make my own bone broth, but when we moved into our RV full-time, making bone broth all the time just wasn't my jam. It stings up the place. It's a small place. And it also uses a lot of power. So I started looking for an alternative to homemade bone broth that had the same quality. And the only one I was able to find that I felt good about was kettle and fire. Let's get to the must-do things if you're trying to heal your gut on a ketogenic diet. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. I've been a Fabletics VIP since September 2018 and save oodles of money on workout wear for physical activities from the gym, sailing, yoga, and beyond. The prices are fair, meaning if what's stopping you from getting out and moving your body is a fresh set of leggings, you can get the leggings and get out there. Fabletics is offering listeners of the podcast an incredible deal you won't want to miss. Get two leggings for $24. That's a $99 value when you sign up as a VIP. Just go to fabletics.com keto. Plus, you'll receive free shipping on orders over $49 and international shipping is available too. Again, that's fabletics.com keto. Unsure of the link? Simply check out today's show notes for all the details. The first one is that you want to steam your vegetables. Many vegetables are a rich source of vitamin B, which help break down proteins, fats and carbs. So it's really important to make sure that we can assimilate our vegetables and steaming is a really great way to do that if your gut is compromised. The second is low lectin foods. If you haven't heard about lectins yet, think of them like anti-nutrients. So these lectins have a detrimental effect on your gut microbiome. So You have a lot of bacteria in your gut, and when you eat too many lectins or high lectin foods, they can actually cause that bacteria to get imbalanced. So some foods that are low lectin include leafy greens, cruciferous vegetables, avocados, olives, as opposed to high lectin foods, which are going to be dairy, grains, nightshades, zucchini, pumpkin, and squash. The third is fermented foods. These include water kefir, kefir, coconut yogurt, basically anything coconut, sauerkraut, kimchi, uh, fermented pickles, any of those are going to be really, really great for your gut. The fourth thing that you can do is incorporate resistant starch into your ketogenic diet. Resistant starch resists digestion so it should not increase your insulin or blood sugar if you're concerned by that what i like to do as a keto warrior is add just about a quarter of a teaspoon when you first get started a quarter of a teaspoon of potato starch to water before bed drink that resistant starch boom the fifth thing you can do if you haven't already is switch from conventionally raised meat to grass-fed meat Grass-fed meat isn't going to be as hard on your gut because it's so rich in omega-3 which lowers your inflammation can help as well conventionally raised meat eats corn and corn can actually be quite detrimental to your gut even though the animal ate it and not you. I know it's mind-blowing but definitely something to look at if you are you know at the grocery store and you're looking at all this meat and it says organic don't think that that's grass-fed grass-finished or free-range. If you're buying beef, it should be grass-fed, grass-finished. If you're buying chicken, it should be free-range. If you're buying pork, it should be pasture-raised. That should make sure that you're avoiding all the funkiness and you're not wasting your money on organic meat when it's basically conventionally raised meat. Just don't waste your money. Don't bother. The sixth thing that you can eat every day to help support your gut is coconut oil. The saturated fat in coconut is called lauric acid and it has antimicrobial, antifungal properties which can help balance your gut bacteria. And the seventh final keto food that you can eat every day to help support your gut, and we chatted about it before, is bone broth. Bone broth is packed with gut healing properties like gelatin, glutamine, and glycine. And these three awesome things will help maintain the proper amount of mucus in your gut lining, reduce inflammation, protect against gastric ulcers, maintain the integrity of your gut lining stimulate the production of stomach acid which helps you break down your food our components of bile acid would actually help you break down fat which is so important on a ketogenic diet and so much more today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible plus give you some great deals on my favorite things I love hemp and my friends at Eatin' Hemp are upping my hemp game in a really big way. Eatin' Hemp seeds have the hulls left on so they're crunchy, high in prebiotic fiber, great for the gut and help you hit your keto fiber macro goals without adding unnecessary carbs. The hemp seeds come in easy to travel with packets, flavored to perfection, one salty flavor, one sweet, and one savory. But why are hemp seeds the perfect keto snack? Well, first off, they add a great crunch that's usually only found in high-carb foods. They are the perfect balance of omega-3 to omega-6 fats to help reduce inflammation. And they're high in GLA, which is great for hormone health and balancing the cycle, plus reducing PMS too. Here's a special podcast-only offer. When you go to eatenhemp.com slash keto diet, you can use the code keto diet, that's all one word, for 20% off all Eaten Hemp products. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes. Okay, so the bonus section of today's video is supplements. I'll run through some of my favorite supplements that I like to incorporate in a ketogenic diet to help support your gut. And I'll include links down below to any of these supplements if you wanna give them a go. The first one, and I think everyone should be taking this, is a probiotic. You wanna make sure that this probiotic has at least 50 billion units of probiotics, at least. Another one is digestive enzymes to make sure that you are breaking down your food properly and you're actually able to assimilate the nutrients. I like to take that with every meal. The third one is L-glutamine, which is an amino acid and is anti-inflammatory and actually helps heal the lining of your gut. And another really cool thing that L-glutamine does, it actually coats your cells so that they can't react as much to uh, irritants. The fourth and the fifth one is combining collagen with aloe vera. I See these ones as supplements, even though it could be considered a food, but what better way to eat your supplements as opposed to taking a bunch of pills. So what I like to do is add water to a glass with aloe vera juice, a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of salt, and add collagen to the mix. I will include a link down below as well as in the corners if you are curious about what collagen is and what it means and which one to choose because there are so many collagen brands out there so that does it for today's video thank you so much for watching i've put together a mini guide for today's video you can click up here or down below to get that free guide second one is if you need help with your ketogenic diet and you're not really sure what to do you can grab a copy of my keto bundle which combines two of my best-selling programs into one awesome little download it has over 60 days of instruction and basically everything you need to go from incorporating keto into your life to rocking your body and healing it and feeling so much better. And lastly, it would be so cool if you subscribe to my channel. So I will see you guys hopefully next Wednesday. And I hope you have a great week. Bye awesome okay next up on the podcast Sunday October 20th we have episode 198 where I'm going to be answering a bunch of your questions including is dairy required when you're pregnant and keto who keto does not work for gaining weight for no reason on the ketogenic diet whether or not copper IUDs are a smart thing for safe birth control uh, hunger during a fast high ketones and so much more also on Wednesday October 23rd we have Dr. Anna Kabeka taking over episode 199 of the podcast she's going to be talking about sexual CPR if your sex life is suffering you need to listen to this episode. It's something that I've really been focusing on lately is my sexual health. And I feel like everyone, when they're ready, should definitely do it. As somebody who's experienced sexual trauma in the past, I know that it can be quite triggering to have these conversations. In fact, when I was interviewing somebody for the Keto Diet Podcast many years ago, she brought up sex. And I was so ashamed that we were talking about sex that that episode actually never aired. Unfortunately, because I think that there's so much work that needs to be done in this space. And having that intimacy with your partner partners is very, very important. So again, that's episode 199, October 23rd. mark your calendar, it's gonna be awesome. And thanks so much for joining me today. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.